Hello and welcome to This is the Way podcast. My name is Zach Way and I'm the host of this short and simple podcast that is typically focused on a spiritual discipline, a fruit of the spirit, and a passions of scripture. However, for the time being, I'm on week four of 12 weeks of studying the spiritual discipline of simplicity. Today we're on the fourth week and so for the first four weeks I'm focusing on internal simplicity, then moving on to external simplicity, and then relational, maybe. We'll see. Right now we're just we're just focusing on internal. Today we're going to be talking about emotional clutter. So take some time right now just to calm down, take some deep breaths, <laughs> slow down, unplug, and make time and space for silence. Before we shift our focus from internal simplicity to external simplicity, we're going to clear some emotional clutter by slowing down, unplugging, and making time and space for silence. As we move into external simplicity, you'll need mental and emotional clarity and some time in your schedule to declutter, minimize, and let go of external distractions. Remember, the discipline of simplicity is an inward reality that results in an outward lifestyle. We're all busy, yet we have the same 24 hours in a day. Most of us have very similar responsibilities. Sleep, work, eat, clean, pay bills, etc. Parents typically have less free time, which means that they have to be extra careful with their time commitments. However, just because you don't have kids doesn't mean that you're off the hook. You are also in danger of wasting your precious time. A lot of self-care is reactive, meaning we don't have it built into our schedules. We almost rely on a breaking point before we take a break, and we tend to our emotional clutter. Our emotions are tied to our time commitments, and so often we think that they aren't. When our external lifestyle and our schedule does not line up with internal values, we experience dissonance and discontent. And I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about, because I've been there before. A lot. So what can we do about this? How can we fix this? What practices can aid our journey of simplicity? Well, slow down, unplug, and make time and space for silence. That's my answer at least. Slow down, what do I mean by that? Well, let's make busy into a four letter word. Drive the speed limit, call a friend on the phone, make a real meal with real ingredients, and actually sit down at the dinner table. Go for a walk, but keep your phone in your pocket. Stop and smell the roses, watch the bees, even if it's just for a moment, slow down. Next is unplug. What does that mean? Well, keep screen time to a minimum. 
You don't need to keep up with everything. You don't need to have an opinion on any, everything. You don't need to waste time watching people that you don't know do things that make you compare your life to their highlights. You don't need the back and forth bickering of the news. Just don't watch TV. Cut out television and news and social media and that will super alleviate your emotional wellness and also will help you to slow down. I was recently reading a study that was talking about the amount of time that people spend quote-unquote plugged in that's news tv social media and internet use and for 2020 the estimated time is over seven hours a day which comes to a total of over 106 24 hour days just gone in a year Next is silence. Now, what do I mean by silence? Well, now that you've slowed down and unplugged, you might be able to hear your thoughts or maybe hear God's voice. Get quiet. Lean into the silence. Start small and work your way up. It's okay to let your mind wander. Talk to God in the silence and listen for his voice. When I was thinking about what I was going to be talking about today, I was rereading through Richard Foster's book, Freedom of Simplicity, and he has a lot to say on these topics. He says, We weary of competing commitments and exhausting schedules. We desire to be obedient to God in all things and to have a growing knowledge that this frantic scramble is not his will. We yearn to enter the deep silence that gives unity and force to our service. Another important ingredient in opening the way for interior simplicity is to get in tune with the God-given cycles of life. There are cycles of eating, cycles of sleeping, cycles of work, cycles of play. And when these God-appointed cycles are broken, misery is the result. Another step towards simplicity is to refuse to live beyond our means emotionally. In a culture where world is king, we must understand our emotional limits. Ulcers, migraines, nervous tensions, and a dozen other symptoms mark our psychic overload. We are concerned not to live beyond our means financially. Why do it emotionally? Our practice and homework for the week has three parts. Part one is to unplug from social media, news, and TV. Use this time for silence. It can be as, as little or as much as you want. Yeah, I'm not saying you need to unplug the cable or cancel Netflix, but do try to get some time away from social media, news, and TV and use that time for silence. Part two is you're going to schedule 
a uh, one hour time block next week along with 15 minutes a day to begin the practice of simplicity, the external practice of simplicity, which most people would, would limit to decluttering, but it also involves de-owning and minimizing and a lot of other things. We'll get into it later. Part three of our homework and practice for this week is to keep a record of your daily activities and then at the end of the week rank them. One, being essential. Two, being important but not essential. Three, is helpful but not necessary. And then four, is trivial. This kind of sounds a lot like Eisenhower's matrix, but I actually like this a lot more. Richard J. Foster says with this list, he actually recommends that we record our daily activities for an entire month, but I'm imagining most of our weeks, especially in quarantine, are probably going to look a lot like our month. So, I mean, hey, if you want to do it for a month, then be my guest, but I'm not going to. Richard Foster says, Next, we must ruthlessly eliminate all of the last two categories that would be helpful and not necessary and also trivial. And we also need to ruthlessly eliminate 20% of the first two, essential and important but not essential. We are too busy only because we want to be too busy. We could cut out a great deal of our activity and not seriously affect our productivity. And I think that that's true. Being busy is almost like a a badge of honor that we wear in American culture. How you doing, busy? Oh, yeah, I know how it is. Yep, me too, yep. It's, uh, stupid. (laughs) It's freaking dumb. I mean, what really are we accomplishing? And is all of our busyness lining up with what we say that we actually value? Because I would guess, if you look at anyone's calendar you would be able to tell what they actually value because that's what they actually chose to spend their time doing. And that's like, for me, makes me feel really bad. Which means I've got a lot of work to do. But remember, simplicity is both a discipline and a grace. And while we're working on it, we also have the privilege to implement it into our life. I want to end here with a prayer by A.W. Tozer in his book, The Pursuit of God. He says, Father, I want to know thee, but my cowardly heart fears to give up its toys. I cannot part 
with them without inward bleeding. And I do not try to hide them from thee, the terror of the parting. I come trembling, but I do come. Please root from my heart all those things which I have cherished so long and which have become a very part of my living self, so that thou mayest enter and dwell there without a rival. Then shalt thou make the place of thy feet glorious. Then shall my heart have no need of the sun to shine in it, for thy will be the light of it. And there shall be no night there. In Jesus' name, amen.